This is Invest Like a Honeybee, the podcast where you learn to be smart with your money and invest wisely. Before we get started, please remember that this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. I'm not an investment advisor. Please make sure you discuss any changes to your portfolio with your registered advisors. I may continue to hold stocks I discuss in this podcast or not, depending on when you listen to this podcast. This is about Invest Like a Honeybee. I'm Henry J. Speck. Let's get started. It is Saturday, April 29, 2023. I'm getting this out on Saturday. Crazy day today. So the title of this podcast, um, you know, the three stocks that the honeybees pick, actually uh, was in the Globe and Mail today. So if you pick up the investor section of the Globe and Mail and you have a look inside, you'll see that um, they talk about our project here on the farm and also the uh, three stocks I picked based on the strategies in our book, What Grandpa Learned from the Honeybee. And actually, I talk about these stocks within the book, so if you're interested, have a look. But I thought I'd go through today and just um, explain to you why I picked them. And they're really 10 to 20-year holds for me, not just one year, which is this contest at the Globe Mill that I entered. But uh, I thought I'll go through them anyway. So the first one is called Relic Healthcare. Now, Relic Healthcare is a $100 million cap company based uh, head office in Hamilton, Ontario. But it does all its business in the United States. And one of the themes I have is home care and health care. And Relic Healthcare has a, a procedure, software, uh, process, service in place where they actually um, help hospitals release people early or what are called nursing uh, skilled facilities, release them early so they can go home, yet still have all their important uh, medical vital signs monitored from a distance. The concept is not new. Um, and there are, you know, you can think of all kinds of non-medical versions like Apple Watch that keeps track of your heartbeat and all that stuff. But the beauty of uh, Relic Healthcare is it's, it's, I've been with it for a long time, in and out sometimes, but now I'm in for the long term because they've gone through all of the barriers to entry. And it's huge to enter the barriers of healthcare anywhere, let alone in the United States. So they're, pro- they're only in the United States. I think they have very few things here in Canada because... In Canada, there's no incentive for healthcare providers or hospitals to release people early or have them be taken care of within their home. Now, let's look at this a little deeper. There's a healthcare legislation, and COVID was actually great for Relic because what it did is it opened up the home monitoring system of medical devices and medical software. So they're able to um, have access to the billing codes of Medicare and other types of insurances in the United States. They are continually signing up new healthcare uh, systems and actual providers, uh, doctor-run facilities, because they have a way to incentivize the doctor because Medicaid or Medicare pays the doctor to review the data or his office or her office. It also provides an incentive to the hospitals because they can cut costs. It also provides an incentive to the patients because they can go home early and stay in their home, even though they may be experiencing a chronic condition, followed up with another emergency. For example, a person with uh, COPD breaks their hip or a person gets in an automobile accident or whatever the tragedy may be, uh, Relic Healthcare allows that to be monitored uh, from home with interventions provided. So if someone someone's weight is increasing suddenly, it may be due to water retention, for example, and they can 
make a phone call and find out, you know, are you taking your medication? Did you take your medication for water and so on? So the beauty of this uh, healthcare to me is it's not a hardware company, although it does sell a hardware product you need to, to do the service. It's not a software company. It's a service company. And I love service companies because of the barrier to entry and also the potential for future growth. So this is probably, well, it's my only healthcare pick at this point called Relic Healthcare. It's a $100 million cap and uh, pretty excited about it. The second stock is a European Residential REIT. It's a um, REIT of apartments in uh, the Netherlands primarily. And the um, culture in the Netherlands is such that during COVID, everyone paid the rent. I, I think they had maybe one or two people not pay the rent of, out of something like 6,000 plus. And so they're, they're in an environment that's highly regulated. So barrier to entry is very difficult in the Netherlands. But the good news is they've negotiated that. They have a team that can do that. So they have free market rents and then they have regulated rents is the easiest way I can explain it. And this company has figured it out. It's also high value, sells at, I think, 30 to 40 cents on the dollar, pays a dividend of 5 plus percent today. And uh, it's it's another one of those long-term holds. It's just, it continues to grind. I think the value's there. We talk about the honeybees and we talk about um, survivability. I really believe this guy's survivable. And the last one of the three is called Goodfellow, and it's a lumber company. And I bring it up because... It's a 125-year company that's gone through all kinds of economic cycles. It's obviously susceptible to what happens in the building industry, uh, homes, apartments, and so on. And CMHC just announced there'll be a 35% reduction in building next year because of interest rates and other issues. And certainly it's an opportunity as it drops to buy more for me because it's a 5 to 10 year, or sorry, a 10 to 20 year type of thing. The company's buying back 5% of their shares and that is to be completed by November. The problem is it's thinly traded, so sometimes it's hard to get a position in it, but you know, it pays eight, seven, eight percent dividend, has always paid, um, great succession planning, family still involved, the Goodfellow family. So it, it's one of those long-term boring things that, you know, as it drops, I'll just buy more stock and hold on to it. So those are the three that I selected for the Globe and Mail's um, competition that you can read about a bit more about our project in the Globe and Mail today. Um, pretty excited about that in the investor section. Have a look. Um, if you're interested, of course, you can you can pick up the book at Amazon.ca, What Grandpa Learned from His Honeybees. You have an amazing week, and we'll talk again soon. Remember to pick up my latest book, What Grandpa Learned from His Honeybees, the little book to be smart with your money and help the environment on Amazon or Audible. Pick it up today.